Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The trailer booking and Billy Bones. A Paolo Gigano. West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. We stick together in defeat. Proud of our history, West Ham United, more than just a podcast, more than just a podcast. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. No, I don't. I don't say that. Someone podcast. else says that. Yes, you do. And podcast. you said podcast. Oh, see, I'm podcast. forgetting. I don't know. I didn't hear you say podcast. So I did say podcast, but yeah. I sort of paused. There you go. It's anyway, a dramatic the, effect. The kids are back in town, Whee. and the 46 point target is back on. Yay! Whee. We'll see. We'll see. Um, back by popular banana. Popular demand. Popular Bananas. banana. 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 Don't mention bananas. Uh, is John Bucci, where are you? What are you doing? I'm at home talking to yous, doing a podcast. Uh, Canyon Townland, where are you? What are you doing? Uh, doing a podcast and painting at the same time. And let, it be, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Yeah, we, we'll have no telling people stuff about what happened this week, either, Sean. I've okay. got to tell you that off air. Okay. Um... And last but not least, this could be the best podcast ever, because it's Nigel who's lost his voice. Nigel, where are you? What are you doing? In my shed. Ah, excellent, excellent. Thanks for that. Yeah. Well, well let's start with you then. <laughs> City! <laughs> Do you know what, right? I was listening back to last week's uh, podcast, and... Uh, Nigel said the prediction was 3-0. Um, 20% possession and three shots on target. Yeah. He got two of them yeah, right. Yeah, tell you what, it could have been 3-0. Should have been A wise one. It was 3-0. It was we did oh, lose 3-0. I thought you were talking about the Man United game. No, we're talking so. about Man City. So, oh, last right. week we, we gave predictions oh, okay. for City as well. He said 3-0 yeah. loss. Uh, three shots on target, and I think you said twenty percent possession. Twenty percent possession. Huh? Yeah, I said twenty percent possession. And what was it? Do you know? Did you look? 
Was was it not twenty two or something stupid it, it, like it that? It was. I think it was about twenty seven. Oh, right. even well, thirty yeah. maybe. Wow, we did That's play well then. Two two out of three ain't bad. Well, it's what while we start with you, this this um. Well, I look no, at that. It was uh, meat love, wasn't it? Said that. Yeah, it was. Uh, then one West Ham, right? Build us up with hope. Nil-nil at half-time, thinking, oh, we could hold them for a draw. Where did it all go wrong, Nigel? Ogbonna dropping too deep. Um, I find Nathan Ake a strange one, because when he was at Bournemouth, um, I never thought he was that great. I thought he he looked like a Bournemouth-type defender. Um, I think they had him on loan first. I don't know if it was from Chelsea or something. It like was that, from Chelsea, yeah. Yeah, but I never see anything in him that I thought, oh, I don't mind him at West Ham. He was just a solid, average Premier League defender. And then he went to Man City, and I'm thinking, well, what do they see what I see? Obviously, they see a lot more, because to be fair to him, he's done well at City, and um, he's getting a run of games. But I think it's easy to be a defender when you've got the superstars in front of you. So, um, I suppose. But Ogbonna dropping deep. I think there was a shot of Creswell who was making the line with his hand. As if to point out, look, look this is where it's gone wrong. What, what changed from the first half to the second half? Oh, I just think it was that. I think right, well, the thing is, when it's nil-nil, we got something to fight for. Yeah. And it almost as if it was a sigh of resignation when they scored. Yeah. And it was like, oh, well, that's that then. And 49. Um, yeah, well. And of course, of course, Haaland had to make, uh, of course, when I think he scored his first Premier League goal against West Ham. Is that right? I believe he did, yeah. And of course, he had to make history to score the winning goal 51st. that makes a new record, isn't it? Yes, um, 51st. Which beats... Well, it depends when you think records start. Well, for the Premier League. Well, yeah, because obviously, in, in, you know, in actual football terms, he's, he's, he's still got a way to go to um, but break he was the record. Andy... Was it Andy Cole and... Yeah, Alan Shearer. Alan yeah. Shearer. Alan Shearer yeah. at Blackburn, wasn't it? But that's Premier League goals. So Premier they League goals, had yeah. the record... On 34, I believe. But he's so, also beat uh, Vic Watson now. Is he at 51 now? No, yeah. So Watson scored in 28-29 50 goals for West Ham, which was by far and away. He never scored generally, I think, over 30. He was a regular. He played for West Ham for 15 seasons and regularly got 25 to 30-odd goals. Never been over 40. And then that 28-29 season hit 50, which was 42 in the league, eight in the FA Cup. That's all they played back then. And that eight in the FA Cup came in four games. Um, but obviously, at the same era of um, of Vic Watson was uh, the great Dixie Dean, who um, sits on top of the record with 60 goals in one season. I think was... Um, mid twenties, I think that that season. I thought, oh, it might have been nineteen thirty. 
Um, there's another player, I think, that was level with Watson, when, who's, who went by the name Pongo Waring of Arsenal. Um, I think he got 50. And bearing in mind, this is when they only had the league in the FA Cup. That's the only tournaments they had. No Europe, no League Cup. There's another record um, there by Phil Foden. Do you know what it was? No, I don't. Phil Foden, when he scored the third goal in the 85, meant that uh, Pep Guardiola reached 1,000 goals since he joined Man City. 1,000 goals. Man yeah. goals have been scored. It's incredible. That is in the short period of Fastest time. Fastest ever. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, but how much money has he spent? 404 fixtures. An average of 2.47 goals a match. Yeah, but how much money have they spent to do that? You know, it's, all, it's easy when you've got money. Yeah. You know, well, if, if, you that, look at, if you look at Clive Allen... the price of football. It's not a money podcast. Who was the last person to do it before that? So if you look at Clive Allen, Clive Allen got 49 goals in a season for Spurs in... What was that? The year they lost the cup final, 87, 87. 86, 87. So, um, and, and I don't think anyone's got near that Yeah. since then. But he got a lot of cup goals. He got a lot in the League Cup. Um, and he got a lot in the FA Cup, including one in the final that they lost to Coventry. Mm. All right, it's not a Man City uh, podcast. But he did do it in 150 games fewer than Arsene Wenger and 190 fewer games, 97 fewer games than Sir Alex Ferguson, the only other two people to get 1,000 goals for their clubs while at one club. Mm. Mm. Anyway, we're going to save your voice for a little bit and we'll move over to to, uh, Johnny. Well, actually, let's let's give you that uh, stat. I think you did actually say two shots on target rather than three, and it was right. Um, if I'm going to give you the actual stats, uh, West Ham had 31%. You're a little bit off with your 20%, which meant that Man City had 69% possession. We had six shots, two on target, which I think you said. They had 16 shots, seven on target. BBC. We had three corners. Well, BBC, one I'm looking at now, says we had one shot on target. It says two. Have a look at um, BBC Football. Match report at the time. Um, well, let's argue about shots on target. It says <laughs> two here. I'll send yeah. you a screenshot. Anyway, John, Johnny Boy, yes. uh, Man City. They're good, aren't they? Class. Yeah, they're quite good, aren't they? I mean, yeah. they, they, I mean, they made it look hard, or we made them work hard. Yeah, well, did, did you think, ever think, right? And I know the answer to this. Did you ever think half time, oh, we might be able to hold them? I know. No. No. Oh, okay. But, you know. Didn't give you a I little thought we'd bit. Done, we've faith. done well to sort of hold them and we, we, did, we worked hard and made them work hard. But, um, yeah. So, we, was it Flynn Downs gave away the free kick, wasn't it? Is that right? Went through, gave away the free I kick. Can't remember, and, actually. Yes, it was. And then uh, he sort of like was, you know, shaking his head as he walked away and uh, proved to be the Pivotal point, and they scored, didn't they? Hacky up and high, and but yeah, I mean, it was all right. It's kind of what we expected. What I said four, didn't I? You said four nil, yeah. Yeah, so you know, 
It could have been, couldn't it? it Let's was, be honest. It was better than four, three nils, better than four nil. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Probably not a lot to say. We're going to save our time for United. Moving on to Canning Town, Len. Illness was announced. Obviously, Declan Rice, Thomas Suchek and uh, Naif Agur was uh, pronounced ill. Two of them had food poisoning. One of them had a virus. Did we lose the game because Thomas Suchek didn't start then? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think we would have... uh... No, answer the question. No. Oh, okay. No. Did it make any difference not having those three available at all? Um, but it might have. You don't know. I think it might have been a brave loss if we would have had them. Um, so no, I'm done really. Yeah. Was was it the best uh, lineup that we we could have hoped for? Really? <coughs> no, I, I don't remember. We had that. I don't remember anything being. I mean, he started Downs, obviously, and Pakatar. Um, I mean, you, if Owen you were started Downs instead of Rama and, and Antonio started because of it, instead of Ings. If Rice and Suchek didn't start and Downs wouldn't start, I mean, you'd be quite upset if you were Downs, wouldn't you? You start to ask questions. So, yeah. um, no, I mean, you put the team out, the best team out you could. Don't know if he did were injuries or not. I don't know. Well, we lost Sufo on 61. He's a he's, uh, little bit of injury news. He's going to be out for another two to three weeks. Big loss. In came Ben Johnson. Did he um, do all right? A lot of people are saying he's not the real deal, maybe, that we thought he was. Sorry, I got... Um... Sorry, mate, I didn't hear what you said. Are you still I... there? Yeah, I'm still here. Ben Johnson, yeah, came on for Sufau, injured Sufau. Uh, is he the real deal? Is he the player we thought he is? Did he? Did he do all right? No. I mean, it's against Man City, but I, I can't remember him making. I a... mean, he done all right. I, I, how old is he now? He twenty something. I don't think he's. He hasn't a signed a new contract, now. and it looks like uh, he's not good. Twenty three. Twenty three. Oh yeah, I mean, he's no way to do it, is he? Let's be honest. So, yeah. I mean, he's gone. He looks like he's gone a bit backwards, doesn't he? He does look like he's gone a bit backwards. Yeah. Which is, you know. Ing- sad, Ings came on at 67, Len. Didn't seem really to change anything. Has, has uh, Moyes worked out what he does now, Danny Ings? What kind of player he is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'd like to think so. I'd like to think so. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's not the right player for us, is he? Let's be honest. Or, or any type of Moyes team. Which is, uh, makes it wonderful, uh, you know. And finally, Benny came on for Boeing at 79. But it was all, it was all pretty well. I say it was all, it was all, we were already 2 0 down. We at had the a time. good first half, though, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We, we know, when we, when you got your back against the ball like that, uh, because the sole focus is defending, they, they're better at it. But to to pull it off, you got to be completely immaculate, like we was in the next game. Yeah. Well, obviously the naysayers came out afterwards and said, you know, oh, Moyes, we're doomed, we're doomed, we're going to go down, we're going to go down. Any. I didn't see any of them. There was some naysayers, 
like, like we were ever going to win a game in hand. We yeah. were ever going to win against. Yeah. And there were some crazy results that week as well, midweek, weren't, weren't there? Yeah, and yesterday. And yesterday, yeah. And yesterday, yeah. I mean, what was happened to Everton? But, you know, we'll talk about this a bit later, but it it does seem to have settled it all now. So let's let's move on to uh, Manchester United. Um, Let's start with uh, you, Nigel. Um, You were there. Um, Best atmosphere of the season, was it? Well, that's nothing to write home about. But um, <laughs> in that place, was it though? This thing. I thought it was, um, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was good. It was, I did what you did because I didn't go because I had a street party. But I at least I've paid for my. I got forty six pound fifty <clears> for my seat, and Finley got fifteen quid. So um, at least it's paid for our increase on our one one on club cash. But yeah. um, no, it was um, it was a good it was a good atmosphere. Um, and I don't, it was it was a bit of a strange. I don't know the time. Seven o'clock on a Sunday. I can't ever remember playing at that time on a Sunday. Um, perhaps <clears throat> the fan base was well lubricated. Um, there was a distinct. There was a less amount of empty seats than normal, so there was a good crowd in as well. And I just thought, Man City. Oh, sorry, Man United did 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 have half chances that they created, and they, and they had the better of the opening 15, 20 minutes. Um, but well, I didn't, didn't see it that them. way, but okay, fair enough. No, they did. You know, I think Rashford put one over the bar. I think they had a couple of breaks on us, but they didn't convert, and they didn't get them on target either. And, you know, well, they hit the, they think... hit the woodwork twice. <clears throat> what in the opening ten minutes? I don't know. Minutes? No, not not the opening ten minutes. Um, right, okay. Shall I start again so you can listen to what I'm saying? Or, oh, I can't tell with your <laughs> croaky voice. All right. Well, I, I just said they had a better already opening. Okay. Uh, you said you didn't see it. I said, well, they had some good efforts. Then you went and ate the post twice. That wasn't in the opening minutes. No. So. Okay. I thought I thought they did in the first half, but I can't remember <clears> what it was. Well, so anyway, then West Ham got comfortably into the game. Um, and I always find it difficult. A lot of people apparently can put their finger on why we played better against Man United than we did against other teams. Um, but only the players really know, in my opinion. I don't think there was much difference in the way we set up, in the in the tactics. But um, we seemed we didn't seem fatigued. Uh, to coin a, a, a word that's bandied about a lot at the moment. And considering, <clears throat> you know, at least half of that team had played Wednesday night, uh, if you'd believe some of the fan base, they should have been running on empty, but they weren't. And I suppose it helps scoring first. It gives you something to hold on to. But if I'm going to sum up the game pretty quickly, that weren't, a, that weren't we didn't nick that, you know, in the past. Mm. You know, we've we've nicked one new. You know, there's been the famous one new win when we got relegated in ninety um, ninety one. Kenny Brand Shinner, you know, and and Fergie called our effort obscene. Um, yeah, this wasn't it. This was actually we felt slightly aggrieved that it wasn't by a bigger scoreline. 
because it should have been. I don't, I don't get the foul on. Um, he puts his arm out, but you know, a six foot five inch bloke should not just fall down because someone's put their arm across him. Not that's, especially the way things are at the moment now. Yeah. They're supposedly letting more physicality go. Yeah, you know, I, f- I think at times people forget football is a contact sport. Not all contact is a foul. That is the way of the game. And so the, more the Antonio one. Um, I've I, I looked at it on Match of the Day a few times. Couldn't see why it weren't given. Um, obviously... De Gea's going to come in for a lot of stick. I didn't realise how poor a goal it was until I did see it. Yeah, I know. Mean, uh, because, wow. Well, um, it wasn't just that one mistake. If you've seen the replay, yeah, he made about three, maybe four mistakes. <clears throat> no, that's, he, 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 he had no command of his area, I think, no. at all. Um, you know, yes, the, the Suchek header was, was, he was offside, and I don't think it was marginal. So... Um, Though the fag went up and down bloody quick, I would say that. Um, but all in all, it, you know, it was a, a, a thoroughly good game of football for a 1 0 game. And we were by far the deserved winners. It, you know, there will always be people going, oh, why can't they done this at the end of the season? No, let's just accept they do it. In the past, West Ham have had good finishes to the season. Hence why my bold prediction was made with 10, 11 games to go. That, you know, it is not within, you know, out of the, the bounds of realism to, to, to think West Ham could go past 40 points. Um, we've got three games left um, in the league. I think a, a Thursday night may define our season in a way. Um, really good performance there. I think we'll go into the Brentford game. It would be nice to get a win against Brentford, but never beaten them, up. have we? Well, we uh, yes, we have, but not in the Premier League. In the Premier League, you know, there yeah. was football before the Premier League. Yeah, so. of course. Uh, little stat attack: uh, West Ham had thirty-five percent possession against United. Uh, Sixty-five, obviously, is what the visitors had. Well, West Ham only had 35% possession. 35% possession. Can I just point out, yeah. ain't it funny that I didn't see anyone complain? No, 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 absolutely. It didn't possession. look like that. We, we seemed to boss it. So they had 19 shots, four on target. We had 15 shots, four on target. So pretty even there. We had um, six corners to their five. Uh, we had four fouls to their nine, the dirty little northerners. Um but, you know, yeah, I mean, it should have been 2 or 3 nil, shouldn't it, really? Um, that was definitely... I think most people who are not of the Manchester United persuasion would say that definitely was a penalty. Mm. Big club bias of why it was Well, I mean, in regards to penalty, I'll, I'll give my take on it, and it'll be good to hear others. In the, When I see it happen, I was actually going downstairs to the toilet because it was right bang on half-time. So I was actually as close as I could get to the pitch, which is obviously still quite far away. <laughs> but it's, it was quite high up. So I was down at the bottom of the stairs. All day long, when you see it bang like that, penalty, yeah. you see his arm go out. You could see his arm go out. And then why don't VAR give it? Well, my theory is that while his arm goes out, the ball hits his hand. 
The ball don't hit his arm. The ball hits his hand. And his hand is in front of his chest. And I'm not defending the decision. That's the only reason. Sounds like you are, though. No, I'm saying that would be the only reason. And now the problem we get here is they could tell us. It's 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 quite feasible that that that, that they could produce a list at, 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 at like the end of the round of games after every game's been played, like Monday afternoon or Tuesday afternoon, and say these are why the decisions were made, and it clears it up, doesn't it? Yeah. And and then you know what why you can see instead of having you know everything that follows it. I, I do I do think, but then I can't see in that moment. Even the referee not to give it. You know, he should have blown. Because there's a bit of me thinks, if he gives it, VAR yeah. don't overrule it. That's right. That, and that's what I'm thinking. I think VAR, rightly or wrongly now, is being used. And I think this is the Howard Webb effect. Is they're not, VAR's not reffing the game now. The refs are reffing the game. But I think the refs have forgot that. So the referees became too reliant on VAR to make a decision. So they let decisions go. But Howard Webb has come in and he said it at the start of the season. VAR should not ref games. VAR is a fullback for the ref. The ref still has to make the decision. So like the penalty um, that we should have had the other week that we didn't get, um, then um, which was the handball against... Who was that against Liverpool. now? Against Liverpool, where... If, if the ref had given it, VAR wouldn't have cancelled it. But because the ref didn't give it, VAR didn't go against the ref. And I think this is what we're now seeing filtering through as well. You can see it. We've had three penalty decisions in, what, four games? Yeah. That none have gone our way. And and, and two big, of them... Big club biased. Well, I don't know because Crystal Palace ain't a big club and they got the decision. So... I'd be, I would be I'd be surprised if that that handball presented the way it was was in the other box. It wasn't given. I would be massively surprised if like that was us and Man United were to get their penalty. Yeah, I, I you know me. I'm not a, I'm not a conspiracy theory. I don't entertain them generally, but I am now coming round. Yeah, well, I don't normally, but I'm <laughs> like, that thing you sent out that that table where we've had yeah. minus seven, and you know. It is looking ridiculous. We've had so many decisions yeah. recently. You just think, hold on a minute. Yeah. I mean, I'd say, did you see the penalty Liverpool got against Fulham? Yeah. And you sort of think, oh, look, come on. You know, and we know everyone wants Liverpool because they're Liverpool, but, you know. But that goes yeah. back to what I said, where football's a contact sport. Not all contact is a foul. And not all fouls in the penalty in, in, in the area, or not all contact in the penalty area, a player goes down should result in a penalty. That should not result. The bloke was running across the penalty box in the far corner, and it was a, and it was a complete accident. Obviously, he didn't see him running across him, and he kicks him. But well, he doesn't kick him though, does he? He no. brushes him. Fairly, yeah. And and it's it's it, it, it's a poor decision, but. You know why? Do, why is it always Liverpool and these clubs that get these decisions? No one will ever answer, and this is the problem I find. Can this come out and hear them? Yeah, going to be actually. It's turned out that it's 
let's let's assume that it is corruption, right? I'm not saying it is because you know it's a long way to go to prove that. But if it is, the only thing about it is the VAR will be helping it rather than because all you got to do is not give it, let it go to the VAR, and then them not overturn it. Whereas before, the referee had to make a decision. No, he don't seem to. Yeah, you right. To... It can be used to yeah. cause an effect, can't it? Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Because you can see what I mean when you're watching it on TV now. He's not giving it, and the re- the players don't want you to give it. So they'll check it, they'll check it, they'll check it. But what he's done is kick the car down the road. Anyway, and we yeah, just let's be stay positive. We didn't need it because we won right through. You know, as I think Nigel said earlier, we, you know, games like that, maybe you would have lost at the end, etc. But it goes, decisions go against us. But, you know, the sloppy mistake by De Gea stood. That goal stood. And we got all three points and we won. So let's go back to you, John. Did you enjoy it? Or was it a little bit of a nervous, (laughs) especially Um, with eight minutes of injury time at the end? It was enjoyable. It was a good, you know, it was a good performance. There was some outstanding performances. I mean, I thought Paqueta was really starting to grow into it. Um, Rice was good again, and yeah, but yeah, I did enjoy it. It was a, it was a good game, you know. Um, do you put that win down to David Moyes mostly. <laughs> yeah, of course I do. <laughs> I mean, and as I, 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 you, you won't hear me moan about possession anymore because if you've got David Moyes in charge. You you got to understand that he gives up possession and tries to play on the counter. Yeah, of and, course. And that's it. You know, that's why people probably don't complain about it anymore. But it was a it was a little whisper at the beginning of the season that we were going to change to a more possession based team. And, yeah. You know, never but happened. Didn't happen. But yeah, it was an enjoyable game. It was, you know, there was that little bit of you sort of sitting on the edge of your seat towards the end of it, expecting. Yeah. <laughs> Expecting it not to go our way, you know, but, we just thought it's so yeah. West Ham that we could see the yeah, you just like you kind of like, but then you also think if we hold on to this, and that's kind of it. It'd be good to be able to go into the semi final on Thursday, yeah. feeling a bit more we're relieved on, about things. Point. I mean, just quickly, and we'll come to then. I mean, we should be safe on 37 now. I mean, Southampton are down, Leeds and Leicester on 30 points, they're seven points away from us. Eight, really, because our goal difference is worth another point. They've got to win all their last three games, both of them, and and both of them are playing us. If they just draw one game, the best they can get is seven, which won't probably be enough because we're on 38. So, you know, they've got to have, both of those clubs got to have a miracle. It looks like Everton have pulled out a miracle and, and will survive, but I'm sure you'll be glad when we come back to you, Nigel, that Big Sam will be taking uh, Leeds down, it looks like. Um, well, yes, it was. I got asked a question um, when Sam took over um, Leeds and I did answer that um, my goals for the season have now changed. <laughs> you, you want Sam to... Um, you want to so relegate... Uh... Third, My third goal would be to stay up. My second goal would be to win the Europa Conference. And my main goal now this season 
Oh, to mate. relegate that fat, useless <laughs> fucking twat. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. It's not a big sad podcast. John Savers, come back. Go on. Anything oh, no, you want to say about that, the game? Nothing. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a great win. Yeah. Over to, over it to is, Len. and I'm really upset I couldn't be there. And it, it's games like the that. atmosphere came across well it as did. well. It did. So, yeah. Len. Yeah. Did, did you enjoy your day out? Do you want to share where <laughs> you were? Yeah, uh, the, 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 I'd like to thank Nigel for kindly inviting me to sit next to him rather than my usual seat. Yeah, it was great. It was probably the best night I had down there thanks to Nigel's company. There you go. And a great we, game. We've got a big announcement. Da, 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 da. No, we don't have an announcement. Da, 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 da. Shut up. No, we don't have an announcement. All right, no, we don't yet. Maybe next week. Yeah. <laughs> don't reveal our sausages and they do we live. Well... You have a good go, don't you? Right? I do. You fry anyway, in front of everyone. Lynn, is, did you enjoy it up in the gods? You fry them in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it weren't too bad. I mean, you know. Did you join in with the national anthem, by the way? I don't remember that bit. I did. We were there. I did yeah. see did you see yeah, the... Um, I, I must have, yeah. The boys. Did you see the cup boys come out? Yeah, the they cup? were right in front of... Uh, no. Did the youth team come out? Yeah. Did you not see that? I'll send you a picture. No. Well, you wouldn't have seen it because you weren't No, there. no, no. But um, Carmel sent me a picture of them right in front of our stand. Oh. Uh, no, we only we did only get into... Um, of course you did. Well, we was in before kick-off, so that's all that counts, isn't it? Left the yeah. uh, supporters club. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know someone was a photo shoot today. They've just messaged me more of this later. Oh. Um, was it George Paris? I'm not saying. Oh, right. <laughs> Why'd you say that? <laughs> That'll be the one, then, wouldn't you, Sean? What were we talking about? Uh, that'll be the one. I can't oh, that, oh, that'll be the one. I can't reveal my source. All right. Okay. Um, I'll tell, when we get that bit, I'll tell you my source, Sean, just so right. you know. You're going to love this one. Uh, Len. Hello. What, apart from being next to Nigel and yeah. sitting down in, in the West Stand and enjoying yeah. it, what, what, anything to take away from the game that's probably not already been we, said? Probably, probably the best we've played this season, wouldn't you agree? We yeah. seem to go for it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw a lot more of the... Um, the the play from up there. Oh uh, really? Yeah, I did. Yeah, much more immediacy. Uh, you know, they they did really well. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what yeah, really the naysayers. Did. So many players say well. The game. Play the, na- the the more is naysayers. Well, I don't know if you saw the tunnel cam footage, but the tunnel fam uh, footage said showed um, Mark Nolan his son. Who, who's his son? Is it Lennon? I saw it. Lenny. Who's Mark Nolan? Mark Noble. Mark Nolan did the, the, the tunnel fan footage rather than the tunnel cam and Mark Noble doing it. Yeah. But, you know, you done you done well there, Sean. <laughs> yeah, Mark Noble and his son Lenny uh, were, were geeing on all the players and, and of course, the naysayers would say it was more of Noble's turn this around by sort of geeing up the team and 
showing a bit of support as, in his role as um, director, sports director. Really? Which is a the, good link to our first news story, I guess. Is that what the naysayers say, is it, Sean? It's what the naysayers say. So the news is... Also some what people say on... The, the news groups. is, through sources close to the club, not, not senior source and not, but close to the club, is that the, the board hierarchy have lost faith in both David Moyes and Rob Newman transfer identification and targeting and that the board want a bigger control of the money in the summer if not complete control and that they want to bring in a director of football to lead this which won't be Mark Noble there is a bit of a Mark Noble has a varied role while it includes a recruitment it includes player care and being the go between between the board and etc and the academy and all these things so but but where that leaves rob newman i don't know could he work under that structure or is that does that mean he's gone and with moyes although obviously he would have a right to veto at the end would moyes's pride allow him to survive see out his last year of his contract if effectively was moved away from transfer target identification and basically just had a final veto um that's been followed up today in the daily telegraph by matt law who's, who knows a lot of stuff and saying you know a decision hasn't been made by uh, with david moyes and you know if we win if we win the europa conference league um then he could very, very well stay for for the final year. Discuss. Start with you, John. Get a bit of contentious stuff out of the way. What do you think <laughs> to that? Do you think? Well, it's just the same old shit, isn't it? Really. So you know, was it probably four or five weeks ago? There was the. There were senior sources were saying that whatever happens, that we'll be parting waves with Moyes in the summer. And no, 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 that was they were reports that were rubbished that saying we're going to point um, dispense with Moyes. It was always we're going to have an end of season meeting like we always do, and a decision won't be made by then. It was the types of talk sport and Alex Crook and people in other media that were saying he was going to leave by mutual agreement. But he was going to leave in the summer. Yeah, but, but again... A, not... a connection with Jim White and his senior No, source, Jim White so... wasn't saying that. Jim White wasn't was he not? saying that. No, it was it's some other less-known journalists that were claiming that. Well, in fact, it was mostly Alex Crook, talk sport, which everyone seemed to pick up and follow because it was a bit well, of content to receive. Personally, I don't think that our signings this summer have all been failures or have been poor. I just think that the, the systems and whatever Moyes tried and changed around it just hasn't worked. Whether that be for him tactically or him personally dealing with these characters or whatever, for whatever reason. But, you know, he's he's not been able to deal with some of these players and, and got them to go get them playing but I, I I don't see you know realistically out of all the signings who's been a failure 
who's been who looks to you like they're they're not good enough. I don't really think any of them don't look like they're good enough. So for him to say that he's lost faith in the transfer, but is willing to back the manager for another year, it just smacks of. Yeah, is this a bit uh, of undermining? Knowing yeah, he's it's not just. Gonna, who knows? Is it a game? If it's, if he's seriously saying this, and it's 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 from the horse's mouth, and this is what Moyes is going to be confronted with. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. Then you know, I think someone someone said somewhere he couldn't always go for constructive. Well, it just depends what his contract says. If the contract just says he's that. got final veto, he's not going to lose that. Does his contract say that he has to identify and be in charge of all the transfers? It's unlikely to say that, you know. No. So it really will come down to what his contract said. Let's let's move on to Len, Lenny Boy, director of football. Sports director, director uh, of football. You know, Wait, a lifetime for a director of something else, and then you get to come along. Don't know what they are. No, not nor does anyone else. We have a head of recruitment, a director of football, a director of sports, and director Sullivan. of dominoes. I don't know what they are. What do you want me to say about it? Or would you, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. Just, just, just... It changes every, every week's stories like this. Um... Who's the bad signings, Len? I don't know. That's what I'm... T- I mean, well, Ings, yeah. Come on, Skamaka. Well... It hasn't worked out. Skamaka started all right and then sort of got injured and then didn't get back in the team. And People will say PSG wanted him. We nicked him under Tell the nose of PSG. Tell me a striker that's worked out with Moyes. Tell me one. A Gers, all right, isn't he? No, striker, Sean. Oh, striker, did you say? Sorry, I missed that. Um, Marco Nautovic, who wasn't a striker to begin with. Yeah, wasn't a striker. This is it. I can't think What's of one. What's the question? Are you asking me? Oh, I was asking you a question. No, well, yeah, you were asking me a question. But the, the main there isn't one. Was, there isn't one. Who's, who's at fault for transfers? Will bringing in the director for you can look, transfers? You can't say that, that... I remember David Kelly being the only 
that us being the only team who didn't score. You can't. I don't think you can always blame people for transfers. Sometimes things don't work out, and it worked work the other way. Sometimes you can have a, 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 a what appears to be a dodgy transfer, i.e. Dawson, and it does work out. You got to take the rough with the smooth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. Nigel, you finally. Yeah. Is it going to solve anything, or is it actually David Moyes just doesn't know how to play the the? Uh, is it the going to solve? <clears throat> no, I'd, 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 um, I think there's credence in that we brought in a lot of players. If see, this is the thing, you, you hear a lot of noise around. Moyes has got to go. We've done shit. Well, yeah, but we've been shit in the past. Yeah, but not spending two hundred million, and 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 that is a big stick that's used by a lot of people to beat him with. But when we bear it down, firstly, we signed eight nine players for that two hundred million. So, you know, that's that's not a lot of money for an amount of players, but we lost a lot of players at the end of last season that left. I don't that we didn't sell that left because um, contracts were up. And typical West Ham, you know, we never make a profit. I can't remember the last time we made profit in a transfer. Well, I can actually. It was Moyes' first transfer window, but he, he, he sold Payet and brought in the, the stupid geezer from Preston who went bubbles. Um, <laughs> you go. Yeah, Hugo. So and so, you know that. Um, perhaps the warning was there with Moyes and buying things. Yeah, um, that he bought Hugo and oh, God knows what whatever happened to him. He went to Norwich and around a few other clubs, still going around having a career in football without scoring goals. Um, then, if you, as I say, you look at it on the face of it. Um, Skamaka has obviously not worked. Not and uh, you know as 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 Len rightly said, you know David Kelly was wanted by Bayern Munich and Liverpool, and I kid you not, he chose West Ham over those two clubs. And yet, David Kelly was slaughtered for his performances. Um, Bambi, I think, was one of the nicknames given to him, <laughs> if I'm right. Um, and and in, in regards the, uh, the the way his legs moved, um, and yet when you look at it, I think in that first season, I think he scored off the top of my head. I think it was fourteen goals, twelve or fourteen, which nowadays would be an average return. In fact, West Ham would like a plus striker this season to hit that target. Yet, it, you know, we got relegated. The, the, him and Alan McKnight were the two players blamed. And who were both the new players that were brought in? Um, Hello, at the end of, nightmare. Yeah, that, that, there you go. That that, <laughs> that that says it all, wasn't it? Um, so Northern Ireland international had won the title with Celtic, I believe. You, you, you know, and he comes to us. Yeah, he has some bad games, and but I think he was badly affected by the crowd turning on him. Um. But then if you look at the other signings, Gerd, Downs, uh, Paqueta, you know, they're not wastes of money, are they? I don't think Corne will be either. No, 
that Cornet is, is hard to judge. So, uh, of all the signings he made, there's this, there's that Brazilian who we've not heard of. I don't know how much money we paid for him. Not a lot. He's a defender. Was he about twenty? Um, I've not heard from him again. I think he was the ninth signing. I mean, Danny Ings at twelve million. At the time, we all thought we, you know, this is good. Um, obviously, Danny Ings ain't a bad striker. It's just yeah. not working. We just didn't know that Moyes didn't know where to play him. Well, it, it, and see, and this is the strange thing. This is where I've always, my problem's always been with Moyes. And I've said it often enough. It ain't what he does. It's what he says. Because <laughs> what he says is baffling. Yeah, I know. And, and I've got a feeling, and I've got a funny feeling, Moyes don't like dealing with the press. I don't think he likes dealing, doing press conferences. And sometimes I think he just says things because he can't be bothered to deal with them so just say anything yeah I think you might be right there and 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 I think with the way it is nowadays is you know years ago the managers didn't have to do a press conference before the game and a press conference after the game or, or it's not one though is it it turns out they've got to do three or four press conferences because they've got to do radio they've got to do TV they've got to do clubbing yeah it's all contractual you know and and this is the thing and and, and I just <clears> think that's too much. Just let them fucking manage. Do you do, yeah. you, do you honestly think? Because I know we've had the discussions over this season about him, Skamaka. Do you genuinely think that if he stayed and was supported or whatever, he, he there's not a player there? Do you think? No, you... I don't think he's cut out. It's not. A thing. I don't think he's cut out for English football. If you go back to the start of the season told the story about Tony, the cafe owner at George's in Leytonstone, who's who's Italian and knows his Italian football. And his first thing when West Ham signed um, Scamacca was, ooh, he ain't that great. He ain't a 40-odd million pound player. Now, what did we pay for him? 42, I believe. Was it? Now, what you could then look at is who set the price? Who did the deal? Who paid the money? So, but did we not see some of the goals he scored early on and think, hold on, well, we got a striker here? But Marco Buga scored goals for, I think it was Heracles or something in Holland or Sparta Rotterdam, I think. No, it was. but for us, he he started off. He scored a few early on. Oh, what? Well, I tell you what, if you look, I bet you he scored most of his goals in Denmark. I do remember at the time saying, I think he should go and join the Danish league because I think he'd do very well there. Against Viborg and Silkborg. Yeah, how many has he scored? Do you know? Is it, I think he's got eight this season. In all comps. In all comps. But most of that, I think, or at least half of that, come in Europa. Yeah. Cool. You know, he, he has got, you can see flashes of things, but... Italians, young Italians. Will, I don't will think he still be travellers. Is he going to no, play under Moyes? I don't he's, think, not gonna, he's not going to be here, is he, next and, season? Look, what, I, what but I think he's him? made the decision. I don't think the club has. Yeah, I'll go a step further. And, and you know, I'm not going to name them. But I, I understand. And look, this is not senior source, but this is... People in the industry have said that there are at least three players 
West Ham players, senior players, who do not want to play for David Moyes next season if he's still the manager. Now, whether yeah, that will that go... Geezer, hang on, let me finish and then you can say something. absolute bollocks. Right? Well, you know the person who the source is, so, yeah. you know... And, and, you know, yes, they've got skin in the game, but whether that means that they put in a transfer... He never said they put in a transfer request, Look. But, but they will ask for a move. <clears throat> and if the valuation is met, they will go. Now... We'll see on that. I'm not going to know. Is this not the same man that went fucking crying? Yeah. Look, I, as I this said. This man won't talk to me. You know. <laughs> Let's come not on, reveal Shane. how sausages are made. I, 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 haven't that... named, have I? I haven't said who it is. I haven't said who he went crying to. But yeah. this is what I'm telling you. Please don't hang your rat on what No, I won't. Says. But do you know what? He's got a lot of stuff right over the years that he's told me. You know, when he, he told me, right, that... Um, um, who, who was the other striker who, who, who left us? That, um, Hilaire. Hilaire. He told me Hilaire we'd been ripped off and it would end in tears. Uh, he said the same about Skamaka before we'd even purchased Skamaka. You know, and he's told us, told me a few other things. And at the time I've gone, yeah, right. Um, and he's been spot on. So ignore him at your peril, Nigel. Ignore him at your peril. But I'm not going to name the three players because I don't think it would be fair. But let's see. Let's see if it comes to fruition. Can, can we move on and talk about... Uh, well, let's talk about a little bit of uh, injury news. So I said Sufau is out for another two to three weeks. Skamaka, club is still surprised that they haven't heard from him. He's not back training. The big news is uh, Zuma um, is ahead of schedule. Um, we think he may have trained lightly today. He's not ready for full training. Uh, he's telling people he wants to be back before the end of the season. Um, and I would never bet against him. Um, so he, he could be training as early as next week on grass. Um, and good luck to him. Good luck to him if, if he does come back. I, you know, Bonner, you, you mentioned earlier, and you know, had a poor game against City. What, what did you think of him against um, United, Nigel? Oh, he's muted himself. All right, John, what do you think oh, about... Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh. Yeah, go on, Nigel. Go on. I didn't even hear the question. What did you think of Ogbonna against United? No, I think Ogbonna's a fantastic defender. Um, I think he's still worthy of, of a place in the West Ham squad, even for next season. I think his, his performances belie his age, in, in a way. Hmm. Um you know, every defender's going to make mistakes. A girl's made mistakes. And he's yeah, yeah, he's younger than him. You know? Yeah. So, let's not hang our rat in. Yes, Ogbonna was at fault. Well, he was. He dropped too deep. But generally, the first half performance against Man City, he was our best defender. Yeah. So. Um, we know Corne had a, a virus too, but he should be fit. So, hopefully, no more. Apart from uh, Zuma coming back. And uh, Skamaka out for the season. Um, we're not expecting any more injury. Well, and sorry, Soufal being out for two to three weeks. Should we talk about uh, Kit? Uh, there was a um, uh, really. Well, let's just say there was there was a, a launch today. It was a media uh, launch at uh, the Carpenters Pub um, between twelve o'clock and I think four o'clock. It was a four-hour shoot. There were five current players. I don't or... think it was a media launch, Sean. Well, I sorry, not a media launch. A, I think it a was a secret session. photo shoot. A secret photo season. shoot and video yeah. shoot. Yeah. That isn't actually quite a secret. 
it wasn't a secret. Yeah, so it was at the uh, Carlton's pub. Now, it included five current players, not including Declan Rice. I'll say that again, not including Declan Rice. Declan Rice is not being used in any of the photo shoots for the new kit. I wonder why. Um, it Four four legends. We're not well, going to name them. You just have to look all over social media <coughs> to know why. Two, two ladies. Why are we going to name the legends? Well, because we're not. We're not. We're not going to name. <laughs> so can, can we not go guess the legend? So my guess would be <laughs> George Paris. I feel that's my first guess. Stop! 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 Uh, two ladies and a number of supporters as well from Any uh, Old Irons and um, the Disabled Sports Board uh, were there also today. Um, I've been told. I hope they were over sixty-six and that the sixty-five-year-olds were told to wait outside. Um, I've been told. No, I'm here. I'm getting my source. Someone who was there today. They tell me. I know. Look, I know X has given an explanation, but I'm telling you what I've been told. I, I know everyone was told that they had a box to put everybody's cameras in and everyone's phones, so no one was allowed to take any uh, pictures. They needed um, Nigel special glasses. Is what you needed. <laughs> it is Clara with a blue trim and bubbles on the shirt. I was told, like the 1995 bubbles where it's in the broidery. It's got no collar. Who told you that, Sean? A source. Oh, right. What, the bubbles uh, on the shirt was like the 1995 shirt? Yeah. What, the source told you that? Yeah, they did, yeah. Are they wrong then when they said that? No, I thought that was me. No, 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 no. It's just left me a voice note while I've been on air. Oh, so... so you saying that is, is two hours on. of fucking go I told you I, I know that but the source has actually oh, right. said that I don't, he oh, obviously right. doesn't know what you said but you're right, right. Um, no <laughs> you're right. Well, you're no, right Nigel yeah. so well done Nigel you were right you, and you I was right about right. the Carpenter's pub you were about the Carpenter's pub you just didn't get the right date you said next Tuesday well technically from when I said it it was next Tuesday um, and <laughs> the new shirt as a new sponsor on the arm JD Sports yeah I was JD Sports, I'm being told, is the wow. new sponsor on the, the sleeve sponsor. They're not owned by Wigan anymore, are they, JD Sports? Well, you know who JD Sports was on the arm of? No. Southampton. Southampton, yes, oh, well done, it? Johnny. Oh. John's been listening. Uh, <laughs> I know, he, look. Wrote, he wrote it somewhere, didn't he, today? Yes, I was saying. I played it out in the van. Do you want to WhatsApp? know who my sauce was, Sean? Go on, what is your sauce? My sauce. Because I told you yesterday, my source was my wife, Sam. No. Yep. How did and she what she that? has said was, um, she don't need to be in no circle of trust. Um, anytime you want to throw her a fiver, she'd be more than happy, and she'll tell you what she knows. What did she? How did she know about the carpenters? <laughs> ah, and she never reveals her source. <laughs> well, funny you should say that because as soon as I get off here, I'm ringing someone that was there today. He was just. You know, I was asking a question, not the source that told me all about this, but no. another question. And the bloke went, well, I was there. So I went, all right, I'll ring you after the podcast no. uh, to find out a little bit. Oh, look, I know some people don't get excited about this, but some people no. do. You don't care at all, do you? Well, the only thing that bothers me is I think we've been told that they've got Clarence Schultz next season. Oh, no. Um, I don't like that. No. Reminds me of, like we're playing Luton Town. So, um, but the the only hope I've got is is that if the the away kit description being all white, um, if 
if we get to the final, um, we're I think we're the designated away team. So, um, oh, we, no. we've got to wear yeah. that orange thing. So, well, no, we might have ah, a new kit by then. Right now, this is the thing. The good news is, is obviously we're keeping the same kit manufacturer. So yeah. they may be happy to allow us to wear a new kit. Now, West Ham United world, all gripped by this, there is a precedent that's been set that in 1976, when West Ham reached the nine, uh, the European Cup Winners' Cup final, the last European final we were in, people, right. uh, we wore a brand new shirt that had never been worn before. And it had not been worn that season at all in the final. So the president's been set. Um, Sean, why don't you put your phone on silent? Not me. Yeah. It's mine. I'm on silent. I'm I'm doing it right now, John. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so busy and everyone wants to talk about West Ham. I'm just trying to turn it off. I'm sorry. Um... Just going on, so X explained it as Claret body and light blue arms. I'm not. Some people have said not light blue arms. Claret band on each arm. The shirt is said to be similar to the 2001-2003 home one, and not like the 1984 Rumour one before. Uh, my 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 source description slightly is um, different. The away kit is said to be all white, and the third kit is supposed to be ocean blue colour. Is that because they always like it to be worn with jeans, Nigel? Well, I don't know. Jeans, I, think, <coughs> I think Ocean Blue was the local chip shop to me on the Barking Road. <laughs> uh, two doors down from Hellier's, the printers that used to print the West Ham. So whether and, they got the idea from that, I don't know. And we, we think it's going to be the launch days on for the home kits on Saturday, don't we? Um, I will yeah, ask I myself to find out. Yeah, there you go. Um. What's Ocean Blue? And I'm an artist. I don't know what Ocean Blue is. It's a chip it's, shop on the Barking Road. It's along from Charlie's Wine It's bar. the same colour as the ocean. It's, a, it's a, like a, a sea blue colour. Uh, <laughs> I could go through a lot of blues I've got right in front of me. Uh, ocean none blue. of them are ocean. Your description, Sean, of the Ocean Blue is sea coloured. You know, know, like the colour of the ocean. Yeah. Fucking yeah. shit, Sherlock. <laughs> anyway, moving on from uh, kits, uh, obviously... Declan Rice has made the news again. Well, one, he's he's been he's been playing off his socks, and of course, been doing the video of giving his shirt to a, a boy that cried in the times where other players have just been walking past it. It seems a bit of a media setup, but maybe that's being me cynical. Um, and today, there's been a story by Sky going West Ham won't let him go for anything under 120 million. Is that if the, the club? had anything to do with that figure flying I around think today. so yeah I mean I haven't talked to anyone about that but it's got all the hallmarks of uh, a certain person leaking it look Arsenal aren't going to pay 120 million but what I've been told is look there is no a few days ago there is no uncertainty he will be going in the summer I'm told he wants, his father said he wants Champions League football. So the bit that didn't work in the the uh, Sky News report today is they mentioned Chelsea and Liverpool. Well, Chelsea certainly aren't getting Champions League football next season. And Liverpool are very doubtful as, as it stands. So oh, I'm really sure that, VAR would try its best for Liverpool. <laughs> I know. So that really just leaves 
you know, Newcastle, Man City, Man United and, and Arsenal. Uh, and it really will depend whether Arsenal are prepared to pay. You know, they don't really like paying the... I, I forget who, who was on the... Saying pay, today, Michael Keown or someone like that was saying, you know, Arsenal don't pay that kind of money, and I don't. They paid seventy or eighty million for a winger, didn't they, not long ago? Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Name? Look, I Who think they play for. Who? Who? Michael Keown. Um, Martin Keown. <laughs> oh, you have a stinky shot. Even by your standards, it's going. Oh, right? leave me alone. Anyway, oh, uh, any other news we've missed? Is there any played, other news this played week? Played off his socks. Um, no, that was Have you fine. ever cried meeting a footballer? No. Are you saying it was all a bit of a setup? No, no. I just, I just, I don't know. I've just never cried. Even as meeting Trevor Brooking as a kid, or meeting Billy Bonds, I never cried. I met John Lyle. Yeah. I didn't cry. Oh, two other small stories that were covered on Six Foot Two today. Uh, FA to demand UEFA. Safety assurances for West Ham if they get in the final mm. Mm. because of the slow. Uh, I don't know. And a little story from your friend, uh, Joe, uh, John Joe. Uh, he's looking for home for 300 bricks. Yeah. And, and he's looking for that if he can't. <laughs> he's obviously his dad has got it. He's at university, bless him, in his final year. Uh, he's 21 years old now. And his dad is a mum of obviously gone, get rid of those fucking bricks out of our garden. Well, I have actually messaged him today. I don't know if you want to give him a nudge. Go on. Um, and offered, like, I'm willing to buy them and um, put them in the museum. Well, I'm sure. He, so what he, the, the talk is, and this is this evening, and, and um, of taking those front plates off and keeping them separate and then selling the bricks underneath no, for charity. No, see, see, if I want them, I want the, it's the front plates um, and I would I would have them built into a wall. Okay. Well, why don't you talk to him? I reckon Well, I messaged in... him, but I've not had a reply. All right. I'll, I'll give you a, a number for his dad, maybe. Um, well, you're good. You, you, you can ask. It'd be hard to separate. You'd have to wet wheel cut them. Oh, yeah. look, oh, look, we we know who the players are now. Yeah, John Monker, George Paris. No, I was talking about the current players. Oh, Thank right, sorry. Oh, we didn't know that. <laughs> uh, Bowen. So I'll put it on Twitter. Pablo Fornells. Lynn. Flynn Downs. Lynn Downs. Cornet, Is that his mum? Ben Johnson. It looks like Ariola, actually. Yeah, he was there. Yeah? All right, go on then. Say who the legends were then. The Carpenter's Arms have published this on their Twitter, haven't they? Who are you talking about? Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. I don't know who they are. You you said you knew who the legends were. Ariola. No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't say that. Well, all the current ones have just been published by the Carpenter's Arms themselves. We had a few visitors today. Thanks for stopping... uh, uh, thanks for stopping by, lads, and big shout to everyone's favourite arms. The only Gemma. thing about that pub is, right, those that know, yeah, I'm not being funny. That was a flea pit of a pub. Yeah. I hope right, they that, that estate on the way out. Carpenter's estate. You know, I know that I know the people there, you know, they had Russell Brand down to help them save it. They should have been bulldozed years ago. It was proper filth. 
the carpenter's estate. It was a mugger's paradise. And um, when we first went there, a few a few stragglers that used to walk back to the station down to Stratford High Street, copped a, um, the, the, the old muggers would hang about till the big crowds had gone and pick a few of the stragglers off. Um, you know, it, 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 it was a proper gang trouble there. And, and that pub, literally, how it survived. The, the West Ham turning up was like a godsend to that gaff because that should have been bulldozed as well. When you think some of the, the really good boozers that have gone by the, by the way. Yeah. There used to be, a, and the one I used to go in further down, I think it was the Yorkshire Grey, which was on the bridge of Stratford High Street. And I think it was the Green Man. Um, might have had the strippers in the Green Man, actually. Um, I think it was the Green Man. But on the corner of Carpenter's Road, they were far better pubs than that, than that, you know, than that yeah. pub. But still, hey ho. Any know? other news before we finish this episode? Uh, look, I can't be bothered to write an article today because I don't feel well and I've had a busy day. Yeah. But today's a you very special day. You had a COVID test? Um, I did, and it's negative. I've had oh, three, because so, I didn't believe the first two. Um, today's the anniversary of what I class as the most West Ham goal ever scored in the history of the club. Oh, yeah. I saw you post it. I, I was away at Wigan. That. I was up there. We're playing Wigan. It's the it's 2004. We're in the playoffs positions. We can't get automatic promotion and we can't fall out. And we're losing 1-0 to Wigan. And Wigan had never, ever been in the playoffs before in the championship. This might have been their first season or second season in the championship. This is the highest they're going to be finished. And the Tannoy announcer put it out. Don't leave the ground. Oh, I'll set the scene. West Ham are losing 1-0, by the way. Don't leave the ground. We're going to celebrate our highest ever finish at the end of the season and get ready for the playoffs. Me and my mate are thinking, shit, we got to come here for the playoffs because we were going to be playing Wigan in the playoffs. With the final kick of the game, Michael Carrick crosses the ball from a free kick. And Brian Dean, who we'd signed, I think, in January, I don't know if you've been there all season, rose from three yards out, heads it home. We draw one all. Total pointless goal for West Ham. Didn't change our position whatsoever. But what it did was it took two points off Wigan. Palace had scored a late goal. Wigan fell out of the playoffs. Palace took their place. That meant that Ipswich, who were originally um, sitting in sixth spot, got pushed to fifth. So we then had to face Ipswich in the two playoff semi-finals. Palace had to play third place Sunderland, who they beat unbelievably. But of course, it meant we then faced Crystal Palace in the playoffs. Palace now, we know, Shipley, Beat us 1-0. We were poor that day. Palace were bottom at Christmas. Sacked their manager, appointed Ian Dowie. They'd gone into the Premier League. We didn't go up. All because of that last-minute goal. That is the West Ham way, people. 
you if go. you ever want a definition of the West Ham way in a goal, there it is. Because it will always come and fuck you in the end. <laughs> anyway, with that, predictions. By the way, Nigel, yeah. did you put the hammer sign on the golden throne um, uh, for the coronation? Was that you as a choir boy when you were in the uh, what? Westminster Abbey choir as a sort of... No, I was choir boy since then. Was that real? I just thought that was... So, you know, it is, but it wasn't a West Ham. It was real. It's a bit of graffiti that dates back to like 18... Or, the, 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 uh, no, no, no. You, well, you got to remember this. This chair is six hundred years old, and and apparently it was traditional that 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 the, the people would carve into it. Yeah. So there's loads of names that have been carved by people from four, five hundred years ago. But also in the war and you know First World War etc. Yeah. And there was a it, it was left unguarded and schoolboys used to uh, graffiti it. So. Who knows? But it, it uh, well spotted. Anyway, predictions. We've got two games. We've got um, a semi-final, and then we've got. Um, uh, oh, I'm trying to think. What is Brentford? The Brentford away. Thank you, Nigel. Let's start Sydney. with you then. I'll be at both. Um, oh, are you got Brentford? Yep. Um, so, AZ Alkmaar. Tough one. Um, I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park. I'll go one nil West Ham. Oh, really? Mm. John. Yeah, I thought it won't be easy, will it? I, I, I'll go two one West Ham. Oh, and um, Brentford. Brentford. Uh, we'll lose two one. Oh, Len. Uh. I think we'll get a draw against that. Well, I think we'll. I think it'll be a tough game oh, for you us. You miserable bastards! No, it might be enough. Look, there's nothing conclusive Thursday. Um, well, am I the only optimistic ones? I think we'll be three nil up in the semi final right. on the home leg, and uh, I think we'll win one nil and break our uh, duck against Brentford away and win for the first time against them. And 46 points is back on. In the Premier League, Sean. In the in Premier the League, Premier. in the Premier League. Fuck you. Yeah. Hold up. Oh. When was the last time we beat Brentford away? I know the answer because I was there. Go on. I think it was 93, wasn't it? Was it Martin Allen winner? Well, that's in the league. But do you oh, remember okay, January in the, in the FA oh, Cup? Right, of course we did, oh. yeah. We beat him in the Man Cup. Man City are losing, I see. Yeah, I know. This is going... There's going to be a red card in this game. It looks like it. Yeah. Anyway, um, time to say time to say goodbye so John can watch the game because he can't <laughs> in his in his out Hebrides he can't watch a game and um, and Podcast. podcasts at the same time because the internet bandwidth Starlink. Uh, John has been trying to get to watch the game. Len has been barely doing a podcast. Really, I just keep forgetting we're doing it. Nigel has been. <laughs> Sore throat. And I've been here. Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore. We'll back more than episode. just a podcast. If we couldn't be arsed. Bobby Moore. More than Which just a can. podcast. Who are you loving me? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry shampoo, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.